This is a Diet of Brussels. Could the UK actually renegotiate uh, trade deals with everyone if it left the EU? This is a, another question uh, via Twitter from Greg Gosling, who obviously thinks that I have uh, plenty of time to do all these kinds of things, and I'm actually happy to answer the question. Um, one of the arguments that's been put about uh, as a reason why it wouldn't be good to leave the EU is that actually the UK doesn't have the capacity to do all the necessary negotiating that would be involved. Now, just to unpack that a little bit, um, if we recall the way uh, the system works, uh, if the UK votes to leave, then that opens a period of negotiation between the UK and uh, the EU uh, about the terms of a a post-membership deal. Now, that might take uh, up to a couple of years that's allowed for in the treaty. Um, And during that time, clearly that involves uh, a lot of... uh, effort, particularly from the Foreign Office, but probably also from other key uh, government departments, notably the Cabinet Office, Treasury, um, and the rest. And that's going to take up a lot of time because uh, the uh, treaties, as we have them now, cover pretty much every area of public policy. And so there has to be a discussion about what stays, what uh, goes, uh, what changes. Now, on top of that, Uh, there's uh, also all the trade negotiations that would need to be undertaken, that uh, technically the EU's trade deals are between the uh, member states and the third party. And if the UK left the EU, then it would uh, fall outside of that uh, agreement. Now, uh, one of the questions is, would the UK have the capacity to... Uh, renegotiates its deals with those third parties uh, on top of its renegotiation or its negotiation with the EU. Now, uh, there are different ways of thinking about this. On the one hand, there's uh, a capacity issue in the British government. For the last uh, 40-odd years, uh, the UK has not had to uh, negotiate single-handedly trade deals because that has been an EU competence uh, uh, for a very long time. And so... uh, you know, if someone says, oh, well, we're getting on for 40 years uh, of not having to do this by ourselves, then your ability to uh, retain your capacity uh, diminishes over time because you're part of a, a bigger grouping. So whilst the UK has retained uh, a diplomatic core uh, in its general functions and it has uh, trade negotiators, it has fewer of them than it used to. Um what that uh, potentially means is that there simply aren't enough people to go around doing the negotiations. Um, and that's true in the Foreign Office, uh, who have had some of the uh, larger cuts uh, made in their budget uh, over the past uh, two parliaments, uh, who have generally uh, been trying to move away from uh, the EU uh, and think more about uh, promoting relations with uh, growing economies. So uh, there'd have to be some reorganisation, there'd have to be some juggling around, and probably you'd have to be drafting people back in. On the other hand, you've also got a question about what it is that needs to be renegotiated. In terms of the trade deals, the third country uh, trade deals, there's a question mark that hasn't been addressed and can't be addressed, uh, which is that it might be a, a possibility of saying, well, even though the UK falls outside of the EU, it will retain its membership uh, of those uh, trade deals, that 
uh, if as part of the larger package of market access negotiated with the EU, that it might be possible simply to carry over existing arrangements and say, well, the UK is simply a third party in this arrangement. So it's the EU, uh, the other country, and uh, the UK as part of that. Now, uh, the difficulty clearly here is that individual countries might say that's not acceptable, uh, the EU might say that's not acceptable, uh, that why should the UK continue to benefit from this uh, when it doesn't want to be part of the uh, organisation as a whole. At the very least, though, it's clear that there will be a period where the UK would need to have substantially more capacity in its negotiation uh, teams, um, and it's not entirely clear that the UK could do that. However, uh, needs must, uh, as the situation uh, provides, and so uh, I think whilst that's uh, potentially a problem, it's probably not the best reason for saying that we should be staying in. Moreover, I think there's also an issue which is that uh, it really highlights some of the uh, the difficulties that there are practicalities involved which may or may not actually have uh, much bearing on the kind of debate that we have uh, as a whole, which is more about uh, principle and about big directions. But I think it's a useful illustration of the way in which the UK is entangled in the system which produces uh, a number of uh, ongoing consequences.